Welcome to the ParkCast, Episode 11, Improving Access to Education for Children and Youth in Out-of-Home Care. The ParkCast is a weekly series that brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. I'm your host, Matthew Hollingshead. This podcast will help child welfare practitioners to better understand and manage the educational difficulties that may be experienced by children and youth in out-of-home care. The importance of education for children and youth in out-of-home care is widely accepted in the literature and is an important indicator for future success and quality of life. The following social determinants of health and other factors are connected to the education of children and youth. Better education leads to increased health status. Better education leads to increased employment rates. Better education improves self-confidence and social connectedness. And employment is necessary for increased financial security and housing stability. What is currently known about the academic achievement of children and youth in out-of-home care? There is a well-documented body of research suggesting that children and youth in care experience significant difficulties in school. Many argue that the education of foster children is often overlooked within both the education and foster care systems. Recently, however, increasing educational outcomes has become a priority issue among child welfare practitioners, educators, and policymakers. Better understanding this issue is essential to supporting youth in care achieve better educational outcomes. Children and youth in out-of-home care face the following educational concerns. Low rates of academic achievement. Specifically, 91% of youth with emotional and behavioral disorders in out-of-home care are reported to perform below grade level. Low rates of high school completion. The rate of high school completion is inconsistent among studies. However, high school graduation rates reported across studies range from 37% to 61.5%. Grade retention. There is an elevated rate of failure and repetition ranging from 36% to 57%. Post-secondary enrollment is low. 23% of former Crown wards of the ages between 18 and 20 in Ontario were enrolled or had graduated from a post-secondary program in 2008 and 2009. Low college graduation rates. Research shows that the majority of foster youth aspire to go to and complete college, but there are a number of barriers to doing this, including low expectations from case managers and foster parents, lack of preparation for college, financial concerns, mental health issues, and post-secondary educators' lack of knowledge of the unique needs of young people transitioning out of foster care. Lack of emphasis on educational attainment. Youth in care have expressed that there is a lack of emphasis on education in the child welfare system, which makes the transition from education to work extremely difficult. Attendance and days missed. And disciplinary issues, such as suspensions and expulsions. Although children and youth in out-of-home care and former Crown wards are significantly behind their peers in educational attainment, the OECAS Gateway to Success Survey 
conducted across Ontario demonstrates that important gains are being made. For example, the number of former Crown wards ages 19 and 20 who completed high school and or were attending a post-secondary institution increased from 42% to 44% since 2006-2007, and the number of Crown wards aged 16 to 17 not attending any educational program decreased in two years from 15% in 2006-2007 to 7% in 2008-2009. What are the factors associated with academic struggle and success? Despite the knowledge that children and youth in care are more likely than their peers to struggle academically, socially, and behaviorally in school settings, specific causes are understudied and the academic literature is inconclusive. However, a combination of factors that influence educational outcomes have been suggested in the research. In general terms, these include children and youth in care being at risk, out-of-home care can be unstable and full of changes, structural factors shape opportunities and possible outcomes, and individual factors such as temperament and attitudes towards education. The particle that accompanies this partcast contains more information about each of these categories, including specific information about the factors associated with academic struggle and academic success. This particle is available on the PART website. What are the voices of foster parents? It is evident from this literature review that increased communication between key stakeholder groups involved with the education of children and youth in out-of-home care is necessary. Understanding the viewpoint of foster parents is integral in order to set the groundwork for appropriate interventions. The voices of some foster parents are documented in one 2010 qualitative study conducted by Zetlin and colleagues and synthesized for this podcast. Difficulty identifying and accessing educational resources. Foster parents recognize the behavioral, emotional, and cognitive difficulties children and youth in care experience in the context of school. Although foster parents feel the need to seek outside help to address these concerns, they express that resources are often difficult to identify and access. Increased training, encouragement, and support from educators and child welfare practitioners are needed to help foster parents identify and access educational supports. Helping foster families to access evidence-informed tutoring and mentoring programs, such as Michael Mulrone's Teach Your Children Well program, are also helpful. struggle with schools to acknowledge a child's needs. Foster parents struggle with schools to recognize their children's academic and service needs. Foster parents feel frustrated and often do not know what to do when a school declares a child as troubled. A lack of appropriate advisement from school counselors has also been documented. Helping foster parents to advocate for children and youth's educational needs is essential. Encouraging foster parents to attend parent-teacher meetings and school events is also important for child welfare practitioners. There is no research on teacher skills, training, and effective classroom interventions regarding increasing academic outcomes for children in foster care. More research is needed in this area in order for schools to better identify and acknowledge their academic needs. Foster parents as sole advocates. Foster parents often feel that they are the sole advocates of children and youth in care regarding education. They note that child welfare workers have a very high caseload, are overwhelmed, and are often unavailable regarding educational issues. Getting workers to pay attention to the needs of children has been reported as a challenge for foster parents. As mentioned previously, 
helping foster parents advocate, identify, and access educational support is important. What are the voices of children and youth in out-of-home care? In general, you feel that having optimism, personal confidence and determination, supportive relationships, someone to believe in them and encourage them, opportunities to pursue their goals, avenues to gain information about how to get desired jobs, positive school experiences, and stability in other aspects of life, including placement, are essential for success in school. Although there is limited research involving the perspectives of children and youth in care on educational attainment, there are a few studies that capture their concerns and recommendations. The voices of children and youth are integral in order to develop appropriate interventions. More research is needed to better capture these perspectives. Overall lack of emphasis on education and the child welfare system. Children and youth feel that there is a lack of emphasis on education in the child welfare system as a whole. Youth report that low expectations and lack of encouragement, school preparation and discussion about educational opportunities from workers and from foster parents make it difficult to succeed in school. Children and youth desire their workers and foster parents to discuss the importance of school and to talk with them about future career aspirations. Improving educational outcomes among children and youth who are in or who have recently graduated from out-of-home care has become a top priority in child welfare in the province of Ontario. Advocacy efforts are required to ensure that this remains a priority issue within local child welfare agencies. Stress of school and placement change. Youth report that changing placements in schools is extremely stressful due to the need to form new relationships with teachers and peers. Stress associated with placement change makes it difficult to focus on school. Advocating for lower placement change rates is essential in the child welfare system to help youth succeed. There is also a need for research on how placement mobility and placement type, for example, kinship care, foster family care, or group care, affects school performance. Lack of consistent mentorship. Youth feel that the high turnover of staff, worker styles, and practices in the child welfare system makes it difficult to build consistent and positive relationships with workers. Consistent mentorship is extremely important as youth indicate that educational success lies in the strength of their social supports. Youth in one study spoke positively of caseworkers who were interested in them, encouraging and providing information about community educational resources. In order to lower staff turnover, it is important for child welfare supervisors to be informed about ways to create positive organizational culture. Child welfare supervisors can also look to child welfare organizations where staff retainment is a success. For example, German child welfare staff members are retained through significant training activities. Lack of support for school-to-work transition Youth express that the transition from school to work is extremely difficult. Providing youth with extra support and concrete resources when they leave care including information about post-secondary institutions, is necessary. There is also a need for more intentional case planning and transition from care planning aimed at encouraging further education and developing pathways towards future careers. Three key summary points. 1. Children and youth in out-of-home care experience low rates of academic achievement, high school completion, and post-secondary enrollment and completion. This is a problem because it often leads to poor socioeconomic status and health outcomes later in life. 2. 
There are many reasons why children and youth in out-of-home care struggle in school. Some of these reasons include child maltreatment in early life, behavioral and cognitive issues, frequent changes in foster placement, high rates of school change, lack of consistent mentorship, lack of parental education, lack of focus on education in the child welfare system, breakdown of communication between various systems involved in schooling, and poverty and other financial barriers. Three, increased emphasis on educational success and communication and collaboration is needed between child welfare workers, educators, and foster parents to address barriers to academic achievement. You've been listening to the podcast, episode 11, Improving Access to Education for Children and Youth in Out-of-Home Care. The podcast is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information about this episode's topic, the podcast, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.parkcanada.org. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at part EIP. That's P A R T E I P. Thanks for listening.